Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Jake S.O., and I'm here for another installment of Confessions of a Basement Dweller. And in this episode, we're going big. We're doing a big AAA game. It's been out for a little while, but I finally went around and got it at GameStop. 20 bucks uh, pre-owned. Go get yourself one if you haven't played this game. This game is called Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Or is it? It seems like it is by the end of the game. Um, little known facts, or well-known facts. Uncharted 4, Thief's End is the best-selling PlayStation 4 game yet at 8.7 million copies sold. It was released uh, last May, so it's almost a year. It's been out. And uh, I'm a little late to the game. I don't give a fuck. I'm on anybody's fucking schedule. What the fuck? I play video games, fool. You think I got a schedule to keep? Hell fucking no. So let's dive right into this game. There's things about this game, what I loved. I loved, loved, loved. And there's things about this game that I thought I loved until I got to the very end of the game. And I was sort of like, huh. I feel like it's... For uh, you know, a final send off, kind of lacking, kind of, kind of. I don't know. I feel like I've had more fun with some of the other titles. I've played all the titles. I played the first three games twice because I played them both on PS3, and then I got the PS4 and it came with the Uncharted collection for the you know sort of uh, re-rendered PS4 versions of all the first three Uncharted games. So I played them again on PS4 just to see how, how much better they looked, whatever how they, if they played different. So I played both those tw- uh, titles twice, once on, uh, you know, medium difficulty and once on hard. And so I chose to play this game uh, just from the first time, just play it on hard because I've come to find that it's a more satisfying experience to play the game on hard, especially when it is a lot of cutscenes and it's a, you know, a big AAA game like this, you know, you're going to get more bang for your buck especially if you play games or you've played a franchise title enough you go like i think i can handle this fucking thing on hard mode because it only really affects the combat action you're not it's not affecting the platforming there's there's nothing that they could do to make the platforming more difficult and uh which is a shame because that's one of the notes the platforming is extremely as fucking uh diverse as the scenarios it's very linear it's very binary you always know where to go. And they do this thing where there's always sort of two entrances to the same place in the caves and in the mountain sides and the cliff sides. And like, should I go that way or this way? Maybe that way has the treasure and this way is the way I go. And it always just ends up in the same place. So you end up going in a full circle because I'm one of the guys that I like to collect the treasure, the optional treasures that you can find. I think I found like 60 of them and there's maybe a hundred and 10 or 108 so i got a little over half on my first playthrough i'll probably go back and get the rest of them because i like the trophies i don't do i never finish a game 100 percent with the trophies and shit there's no time but i will go back and get those treasures i love treasure but yeah i found that kind of to be like a troll i found that to be a little trolling for someone who is always in every location trying to find a treasure i'll make i'll go this way this will be the treasure i come back and I'm back to where I started, and I'm like, okay, I'll, maybe I should go the other way. It'll be treasure. So, but I mean, I guess it just gives you more time in the in the world to play in in the sandbox. It's not a sandbox title, of course, but you understand what I mean. Uh, the game is fun. It's a definitely an uncharted game, though. 
I mean, if you don't like Uncharted games, this is not going to win you over. Uh, even with the graphics, I mean, we can start the, the PS4 platform 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10 cutscenes, visuals, brilliant. Uh, they, it's probably one of the best looking video games I ever played, for sure. And they deliver on that promise uh, from the trailers and this sort of thing. But uh, it didn't doesn't really revolutionize the series. I feel like the trilogy, like if people have, people have said... It sort of put a nice cap on the story, and you did want to see Uncharted on a on the PS4 platform, see what they could do with it. And outside of a few things, they sort of uh, revamped the, uh, the sort of the stealth mechanics in the combat modes, because you know it's it's an Uncharted game. It's platforming, combat, platforming, combat, uh, mystery clue, mystery clue, solve a little puzzle, combat platforming cutscene 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 new chapter game's over and so the the stealth combat is cool i played it on hard it's difficult uh but it's by no means uh the top of the heap in, in stealth mechanics if you compare it to something like the arkham games or metal gear solid it's sort of clunky and you know you can sort of uh, even far cry and stuff the way you can do stealth to approach a base or you can just go guns blazing this uh does it okay? It does. There's nothing remarkable about the stealth mechanics. There's no sort of detective mode. You can lock on guys, but you can't see them through walls and stuff like the outside image, like in Last of Us and things. You don't have a you know like a, dete- a Batman Arkham detective that, that you should. Uh, yeah, you know, they sort of make it work in Last of Us. They explain Joel has some sort of beefcake powers. I don't know what it is, but. <clears throat> In this, you're just sort of like, yeah, that's stealth, I guess. That's cool, man. And then, you know, the same sort of weapon systems. You get pistols. Uh, you get whatever gun you pick up. The AK still stinks. That AK-47 in this game always sucks. And it sucks this game, too. Uh, the Probably the best gun is the gun you just get by default, the Para-44 or the Para-40 caliber. It's so accurate, and the rate of fire is so high. It's almost better than most of the... Uh, assault rifles that you get throughout the game that thing kicks ass and it's strange and on hard mode the guys it's so, it's so slanted uh fighting these guys because they are kind of dumb but they all they'll run up on you real quick and they're always trying to flank you so i guess that's smart it's a little cheese but uh they absorb bullets or headshot it's one or the other and the guys that are body armored you better have a grenade and i didn't get to do any of the grenade swatting I guess because I was playing on hard mode, I kept trying to f- like see a prompt like press square to uh, swat a grenade, but it never came up. I guess you can't do it on hard mode, which is kind of a bummer because I feel like that would have been a fun extra added little thing thing in the combat, you know, like just an extra thing to do because there's a couple of things that they sort of weave into both the combat and the uh, platforming. You get a grappling hook. And it really sort of more operates like fucking a Spider-Man web sling. Because you can throw that from any cliffside or wall or you're just launching that thing and swinging around. But uh, you never really feel too much of danger because it tells you as soon as Nate is reaching out, you're safe. So no matter where you're swinging or what angle, you're as long as Nate has, is reaching his arm out and you see that, you press X, you're, you're good. There's no falling and the grappling hook you can extend it from any any 360 degrees it's it's uh and then it just coils back up into your body like it's some sort of <clears throat> spider web or some fucking thing 
And I mean, it's fun. You know, it's sort of like Malibu Stacy has a new hat, you know, but, uh, you know, so you know, I don't know. You can use it in combat. You swing around, and then the guys will be where to go, and blah blah blah. And you're just like, I'm okay. That's cool too, I guess. And then there's this whole sort of rock slide mechanic that's new to this, where you can slide down sort of shale, uh, gravelly hillsides, and it's a big part of it. You have to jump and you slide. There's a big sequence in it when you go to Scotland, and you're sliding and jumping. Then you're jumping, and then you're sliding. And you're sliding again, and you're like, okay, cool. So this is a new thing they did. They're really make, being subtle about it. They just it's sort of just in there, uh, you know, which is fine as well. Uh, I also noticed that to get up onto ledges, you have to press X an extra time, which you never had to do in the games before. You could just press up on the um, joystick or, you know, not the directional, but on the joystick. You press up, you go up on the ledge, but now this time you go x you press x again you can't just press up you have to press x that extra time so i found myself just sort of mashing x when i would climb up rocks uh the sides of mountains and whatever the fuck just x x x x x x let's get this going let's up 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 let's go you know i mean it's beautiful it's fucking incredible you go to madagascar there's lemurs and oh you get a car with a wench that's kind of cool but the open, more open world portions are still just sort of a track. So you're always going to know where to go in the car, which I appreciate. And they don't make the car driving mechanics really sticky. Like you're not clunking into shit and reversing and backing up. And the, the handbrake is, doesn't you know work that great. And you're always sliding out. I appreciate that because it's not a driving game. So I don't want to have to become fucking Gran Turismo in order to drive the fucking Jeep and Uncharted. I don't really play driving games and I don't buy Uncharted for the driving experience. Like I like the jet ski sequences in the, you know, the first games and you know, I like the car jumping experiences, but again, that's not, you're not driving it as a platforming sequence, just on moving vehicles. So, uh, you know, it's cool. You have this winch that you hook up to fucking trees and shit. And you, uh, you can also use it for some of the puzzles, the platform puzzles where you have to use the winch to pull the beam, to lower the bridge and then drive up the half the bridge or whatever, you know, and it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun game. And I had a great, it took me 18 hours to beat the whole campaign. I'm not sure if they include the, um, what do you call it? The cutscenes in that length duration, because if it is, then it's like, it's probably only, what, four, 15 hours of gameplay, something like that. And that's on hard, you know? Um, so if I played this on medium, I probably would have beaten it in like 12 hours or 13 hours, you know? And you power, you chew through this game, because the story's it's good. You know, he has a, a you know, shorthand story. He's, Nathan has a brother. And they start sort of with Nathan in an orphanage and his older brother. This game should have been called fucking nathan drake in the search for one-eyed willie because there's a lot of goonies in this fucking movie i mean game and uh i couldn't help but notice the obvious uh sort of parallels where you know his brother gives him a jean jacket when he's a little kid 
and he's wearing it and he's got braces and i'm like that's sean astin that's goonies man and it was also like uh continuity wise the age of nathan drake in the third game as a kid when he meets sully for the first time versus the age of nathan drake as a kid in this game however old he is is hard to determine because you don't really get a good idea of how much younger he is in this fourth game flashbacks to the age that he was when he was uh searching for the sir francis drake when he was like 16 he could have been older than 16 and in this game he can't be really be younger than 12 he might be 13 so was there only three years of time between the flashbacks of this game versus the flashbacks of the third game when he meets sully and am i thinking this am i overthinking this or what the fuck i don't know but it was a little confusing and he looked a lot different as a kid in this game than he does in the other game much different which again doesn't matter i don't know I guess if you're like me, it matters a lot, <laughs> but I don't know why it matters. It doesn't matter at all, man. Go get some fresh air, man. Oh man, fucking Jesus Christ! So I don't know. So they they have to uh, you know they have these flashbacks. You and your brother are jumping around, escaping small crimes and petty crimes and shit. And then you fast forward to the future, and you're in a prison in Guatemala or some fucking place. In Portugal, maybe I can't remember, but you're trying to infiltrate this old prison, so you have to go to the new prison. And then there's this guy named Rafe who ends up, you know, there's gonna be spoilers in this, so you turn it off now, stupid. Uh, he's your partner, and he ends up being kind of psycho, and you lose your brother, and you think he's dead, and then you flash forward to the future, and you're like hauling trash out of the ocean for peanuts. And uh, there was a cool Easter egg that Naughty Dog did where you get to play. Nathan Drake playing Crash Bandicoot against Elena in their sort of domestic home. So you're literally playing a Crash Bandicoot one level in Uncharted 4 as Nathan Drake playing Crash Bandicoot, which was also developed by Naughty Dog. And I guess that was pretty cool. I mean, it was kind of fun. It was kind of like a funny little cheeky little I see what you did there thing, which is nice. I like those things sometimes. Uh... So Nathan's got a hard-on to get back out there. He lies to Elena. He goes to find this Captain Avery's treasure. And it's basically like One-Eyed Willie's treasure from the Goonies, man. The game literally ends with a fucking pirate ship inside of a cave. And they don't get the treasure. And the ship... Well, the ship sinks in this. But then it also ends with, like, you know how the, the Mexican maid had the little pocket full of jewels in the coat? Literally, Elena has like a pocket full of jewels that they use to like start a new life. So, spoilers, fucker. It's been a year. If you haven't played it or seen this game, go play it anyway. It's still fun. I just, I can't say that this game. Well, it did blow me away initially. By the end of it, I was like, this is now no longer blowing me away. Is there something wrong? Am I broken? Am I broken inside? Do I just not know how to appreciate a perfect game when I'm playing it? When I playing it for real, wow! There was also something noticeably lacking. I'm going to spoil that too, fucker. Uh, so the Rafe guy becomes the antagonist, and what happens is Sam comes back in your life after being gone 15 years, and he says that he has to find Captain Avery's treasure because he was broken out of that South American prison by a drug lord. 
uh, a deadly drug lord, huge drug lord. He wants half the cut of the Avery's treasure, who's one-eyed Willie. And uh, he wants Nathan to help him get it because we're brothers and you left me. But he never really holds it over Nathan's head, the whole, like, I w- you thought I was dead for 15 years. I thought it was going to be like a uh, maybe a 006 thing where he was actually the bad guy and it's Nathan versus his brother. And you don't find out till later and that he's working with the other guy the whole time. So the big disappointment for me in this game was there was no third act bump supernatural bump up in the story every single fucking one of these games by the end of it you're dealing with supernatural fucking powers and a fourth plane type shit and there's none of that in this and i kept waiting until i got to that like last level where it's the last the last stage is called the thief's end like the name of the game oh my god i get it derp and uh you get there i'm like there's no where's the like ghost pirates and they referenced ghost pirates a bunch of times throughout the game because you find this they basically like the top pirates start an all-star team and they and they get together and form a colony on a fucking island and it's super it's gorgeous it's gorgeous it's 10 out of 10 graphics 10 out of 10 uh level design level design the level details and shit uh and they find a libertaria and i keep waiting for this thing to happen where this guy rafe who's the bad guy like wanted to find the treasure because he knew that there was actually some sort of fucking pirate fucking stupid magic whatever the fuck you had to do to work that shit in there and then i was still waiting for like that that uh, other uh, sort of uh build in the action one once they get the treasure they now have to deal with this psychopath drug lord in south america and I was like, okay, so they're going to have to fuck over this Rafe guy and we'll deal with his sort of beta ass because he's just like a fucking uh, trust fund kid that he hooks up with this uh, South African mercenary girl named Nadine and they work together and there it's you and Sam versus and Sully versus Rafe and this girl and uh, uh, Nadine. And so I thought, you know, that they would do that. And then now they have to bump up the action again and go up against this fucking drug lord and all of his drug lord cartel minions and shit. And that didn't happen. What does happen is that you find out that your brother just lied to you. And Rafe was the one that broke him out after 15 years. I guess they just thought he was dead or some shit. But Sam lied to you about Rafe working with Sam who he then double crossed to get to Nathan. And that's the big reveal. And I'm like, that's really not much of a big reveal. It's sort of like this can go one of two ways. We didn't want to do a whole bunch of levels in South America with a, uh, you know, a, a fucking drug cartel. So we're just going to say, Hey, that didn't actually happen, which is funny because there's a whole level where you're playing, this elaborate lie. You play Nathan Drake's brother Sam escaping from prison, guns and grenades and killing of guards and running and shooting and all that shit. And so they literally like made a lie level. <laughs> they made a whole chapter of the game that you play in in third person or in as him telling the story, his brother, to Nathan, and it was all a fucking lie. And so you played, I feel duped. You just had me play a whole level as a lie. And I, I love that level. And I feel totally ripped off. I almost feel like effed in my ass. I almost feel like effed in my ass. But I mean, maybe that's the part I enjoyed. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I just enjoy those parts. Maybe that's what I wanted. Maybe I wanted to be effed in the ass. 
because that's how it felt. Maybe it didn't feel like that, and that's just how I wanted it to feel. Maybe I thought, hey, maybe this could feel like me getting effed in the ass, and it's like, dude, just go date guys. Quit trying to find gay sex in video games, you creep. So what else happens? So so you end up fighting Dr- uh, Rafe at the end. That's what happens in a ship that's burning. It's One-Eyed Willie's ship and all the treasures in there, and it keeps moving around. It's the same sort of formula as the other Uncharted games, where it's like you go to a really cool place, you find a clue, and in the clue there's a map, and then that map takes you to a whole new place. New chapter. And then again, and then you get to that place, and you're like, oh, I was never here. Don't you see? When you line up these constellations with this hot guy's ass, uh, you're really supposed to be in Madagascar. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks, dude. You can pull your pants up now and get go on, get out of here. Here's for your troubles. And so, you know, so it's it's, it's the same formula. And uh, you know, I like the relation, the brotherly relationship. They go back and forth from the past, where you're little Nathan Drake, you know, and the orphan boy to present with the brother, and they try to build this relationship. He's married to Elena, who he lies to and says he's going to Malaysia to do some whatever job, and somehow she finds exactly where he is and saves him uh, easily. Here you are, Nate. Good thing I found you at the bottom of the ocean about to drown. And I'm like, oh, shit, how'd you find me? I told you it was in Malaysia. She's like, it wasn't that hard, Nathan. And I'm like, it wasn't? How was it not that hard? You had no idea where I was. You thought I was in Malaysia. I'm out here on a fucking treasure quest trying to find the hidden treasure of One-Eye Willie some fucking island called Libertaria with a bunch of dead pirates. And you found me. Wow. Why didn't I just tell you where I was going? You know, and Sully's back. He's cool. I, what else? I mean, the gameplay's fun, man. I I don't know. It's fun. It, it goes quick and then it ends. It, I, I Maybe I played it too fast. I mean, I played it on hard to avoid just beating the game really quick and resenting the experience. You know, that empty feeling you get after you complete a video game. Like, fuck. Fucking goddammit. Now I gotta go back to life. I hate life. I like games. Just give me games and... Leave me alone, I'll punch you in the face. And so, I don't know, they probably could have just left it at three or done something really different. But, you know, it's just, it's Uncharted 4 on PS4. So it's like Uncharted PS4. Do you like Uncharted? Do you have a PS4? Have play Uncharted 4. Uh, I mean, it's beautiful. It's on PS4. PS4 is the best. I love PS4. I love PS3 and PS2 and PS1. I've had all four. One, two, three, four. And I had a PSP, but I got rid of that real quick. I was like, meh, I don't know about this. Uh, what else to talk about? The story was fine, but it wasn't as good as the other. That's the thing. It wasn't as good as the other stories, you know? And I, I don't know. Maybe they, I heard they read some things about this is like a more mature game. So like it's like omitting some sort of cool pirate ghost thing. Is that mature? Because by the end of it, I'm sort of like waiting for the other shoe to drop and whatever, and it just doesn't, and I'm like, so that's it? It's just some spoiled rich kid and his fucking South African girlfriend? Those are th- those are my antagonists in this game? That's who I'm fighting against? These two jerks? Where's the cartel, man? Oh, he died in prison. He, Your brother lied to you. And I wasn't even mad that he lied to me. I was mad that I don't get to fight a bunch of drug lords and shit, man. What the fuck, man? Couldn't there have been some sort of Santeria element where you go to the cartels and he wants the treasure because he really knew about it the whole time when Samuel was telling him when they were cellmates in that prison and he knew that there was like this artifact in the treasure 
that when he got it back, he has this like cool South American witch doctors doctor some shit up with whatever little thing that has whatever Avery found in one of his treasure quests that he, you know, some little shit, you know, you guys are making this shit up anyway. Why don't you make up something cool, a little more interesting, you know? And then he gets into, he gets in and the drug cartel guy turns into some like ghost pirate spirits all going in and out of his butt into his mouth speaking for him or some shit. I don't know. They did it before. Nathan can go to like some ghost plane where he has to fight ghost pirates and Crash Bandicoot's there and he has to fight Crash Bandicoot dressed as a pirate or some shit. I don't know. This is just spitballing. So this game's got a lot of 10 out of 10s. And I also read this thing where everyone was slamming this dude who went for the Washington Post or some shit. And everyone slammed him because he gave it a bad review. And that stinks. I don't know. He didn't say don't buy it. He didn't say boycott Naughty Dog. He's sort of like, <laughs> it was like more of a lukewarm review. <laughs> He didn't even say like like he did, he like loves everybody dies or some shit. There was four thousand signatures on some petition to like get this guy fired or some shit. That's that fucking um that public shaming John Ronson like so you've been publicly shamed. The dude wrote a review, man. What do you want? I mean, it's a video game. You guys play games, right? So why are you being so uptight? Don't play fucking games. I mean, go play your games. Why do you want to play games, fool? Some bullshit, you know. Okay, I read the review. Like, yeah, okay, there's a man's opinion about a thing. <laughs> a thing that's not that important. <laughs> it's a video game. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful game. You go to this cool auction in Italy, and you have to steal the thing before the guy outbids you on it. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, uh, you know, I can't give this above an eight. I can't give this really above a seven and a half. Except for the graphics, which by seven and a half, I'll bump up to like 7.8 or 7.9 because, I don't know, because I can't give it a full eight. It's going to have to stay in this never seven land or forever seven land, at least on our website. Don't try to get me fired for my fucking podcast because I'm not getting paid for this shit. No way, motherfucker. I get paid in like clothes. And, like, sponsorships and little shit. What are you going to do? Complain to my sponsors? Night Dog is not my sponsor, fool. Okay? Even if they were, I'd still be like, what up, though? You going to make a better game? <laughs> you going to make a game that, like, elevates the fucking tension from the first three? Because it didn't really do that. It didn't really do that. It was a fun playthrough, and I did enjoy the game. It was, you know, exciting in parts, and it's beautiful in parts, and it was never that challenging the most challenging part was just the combat in hard mode because those they'll get your ass you know you have lower health they have a quicker reaction time they have more health they the stealth mechanic the stealth is like their senses are alerted more quickly you know you get dynamite you get grenades same shit same shit the uh, pistol assault rifles sniper rifle uh rpg you can use all of those things. Uh, probably the best sequence is uh, the sequence where you have to save your brother Sam. He's being chased by a convoy of the mercenary cars. And it's one of those car jumping sequences. But then you have to actually fight this giant armored vehicle and destroy it before it kills you. I guess that was the most exciting sequence. There's a lot of things falling apart 
as they always do, as in old rickety buildings and stuff. And it is fun. You're like, holy shit, whoa. You have to jump and you slide, then you got to throw the grappling hook, and then you swing around, and you're like, whoa, and you let go, and you're like, whoa. And then, oh, fuck, there's guys. Oh, you better start shooting. Bang, 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 bang. And then you die. I'm like, fuck, fucking shit. I just died again. I did it through all that shit with the swinging and the shit. And these guys just kill me so quickly because hard mode is more challenging. But it is more fulfilling payoff. So I did have a lot of fun with it. I don't know why I'm dumping on it so tough. I had a lot of fun with, with it while playing it. I just feel like by the end of it, I felt a little slighted and a little unfulfilled. And there is an epilogue where no spoilers. They have a daughter and like he's a little older. She's probably like 13, 14 years old, but they never actually say. Because he's like, how old are you again? And she's like, yeah, come on, dad. And I was like, no, really. I want a timeline. How old is this young piece of crap? Young girl. Beautiful young girl. She's a charming, stunning girl. We met. We talked. We talked about it. I called her a piece of crap. She got mad. I was like, look, I understand you're mad. You're a fictional character in a video game. I feel like I can only apologize so many times to you about this before I sound crazy like I'm just talking to myself. Uh, and so, yeah, it ends with them like a happy family and a little aged and wiser. And then it ends, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'll play it through. I'll play it through again later. And then uh, I'll definitely find all the treasure. Because I like treasure. I don't definitely play it. Play it for sure. 100% play it. You might fucking love it. I just feel like, you know, there's better titles in the Uncharted series than this one. Which is unfortunate because I was shitting out of my dick hole to play this thing. I mean, for 20 bucks is a great deal, but uh, I do feel like 20 bucks is an appropriate price for this game. I feel like if I would have bought this for 60 bucks, I would have had a little buyer's remorse, to be quite honest. You know, as cinematic as the cutscenes are, the gameplay was not really elevated past anything you've already played on an Uncharted game. And there was no cool plane sequence like in the third one. And like I said, there was no sort of supernatural. And in the first one, there's like vampire Nazis or some shit, man. That was awesome. How can you go from vampire Nazis to this like pirate graveyard and spoiled rich kid and be like, oh, this is much better. It's not much better. It looks much better, you know, but the story wise, it's, you know, the same sort of whodunit Carmen Sandiego thing. It really is like a Carmen Sandiego thing. That's funny. We're in time. It's Nathan Drake. Okay. So that's the Nathan Drake Uncharted 4, a thief's end, uh, review i guess if you can call it that uh 7.9 that's what i give it i can't give it an eight i can't give it an eight no way but i did there's things about it i loved and there's things about it that are brilliant it's just after i completed the campaign uh some things that i thought i you know some things sort of shifted and so here we are I'll play the DLC of Chloe, see what that's about. Sure, I will. I'm not over, I'm not like shunning. And I love Night Dog, I love Last of Us. I can't wait for Last of Us 2. And I, I want to play those revamped, uh, whatever, Crash trilogy. So, yeah. But these are just the opinions of a simple man, maybe the coolest guy ever, but a simple man nonetheless. All right, gang, this has been another episode of Confessions of a Basement, Charter 4 Thief's End. Play it for sure. Definitely play it. I can't tell you not to play it. This is not, I'm not passing on this game. But, uh, yeah. Toodaloo! Detroit. Joy Rope. Joy Rope.